Kisu Krishnam, Kisu Kukit, Kisu Quiet, Kapaniskis. Welcome back, everyone, to another Warrior Wednesdays. I'm your host, Kanchuke Tashmiet, also known as Peter Not So White. <clears throat> and, um, some of you recently, well, some of you may know, I recently went to an event here in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, on the unceded Koshalis territories of the Musqueam, the Squamish, and the Tsleil-Waututh people. And um, I went to an event that was held by a pretty popular individual and I've uh, listened to I've actually read one of his books and I listened to his latest book The Eight uh, Rules of Love and his name was uh, his name is Jay Shetty and he was uh, a monk he at a very young age um, 1920 I think it was even 18 or whatever, 18, 19, 20, he took off to become a full-time monk. And he learned a lot of skills, learned a lot of life, you know, knowledge, and how to navigate through life. And then he left and started using his wisdom to help other people. And he wrote a book on, on love. And uh, if you've tuned in before to my previous podcast, in, you know, I'm, I grew up with a lot of hardships in my life. I didn't have my blood parents in a lot of my life. But I knew who they were. Um, I knew who my dad was. I knew who my mom was. My mom made more of an effort to get to know me, to create a relationship. And even to this day, she just recently decided to take her life back. And she has struggled with addiction through most of her life and she's just recently you know this is after many many attempts of trying to get sober went to rehab and she is over 90 days sober from alcohol and she even gave up weed of cannabis because she knew that it was a trigger for her to to drink so I'm, i'm super proud of her for that and um, during the, the Jay Shetty event, it was it was to do with love, and it was it was a kind of a tour, kind of not just promoting his book on love, but he was giving a lot of useful tips, and he was bringing up people, and the show was truly amazing. I would go back, hands down. Um, I would kind of change a few things about it, but I, I, I would honestly 100% go back to the show. 
And um, there was this one part in the in the show, and he this was after the intermission. He got about he asked some questions and got people to raise their hands, and then he just kept asking more and more questions. And then and at the end of these questions, the people who had their their hands up still. He went around the um, the arena and picked an individual, and he picked this girl who recently had a fight with her best friend, and they hadn't spoken in in months now. And he brought her up on the stage, you know, kind of figured out what was going on, and he brought up some really, really good um, things. And this one particular thing he was talking about with this girl, with this lady, was don't wait too long. Because we, we truly don't know how much time we have left on this earth. And he got this girl to grab her phone, to put it on speakerphone, and he wanted her to call her best friend to apologize, to to tell her, you know, that she misses her and she loves her and, and these things. And then he started going off and talking about, you know, about how people in the audience, if they're going through situations like this, don't wait to tell people you love them. Don't wait for the perfect moment because that perfect moment will never come. And um, he said, if, if there's someone in your life you love, don't wait any longer. You know, if you're in a fight like this person or, you know, a situation has happened, just call that person and tell them you love them. And then it really hit me, you know, and I, and I started to tear up sitting there. And it, and it reflected me and it reminded me on my situation where, where I actually waited too long. To, to do these things and um, back in August 2021 my father had uh, had passed away and I was doing work with my my counselor my therapist about getting you know overcoming things and, and getting the courage to to reach out to him to talk to him to try to hear a story to understand why you know he adopted me as a baby when he did and and I had this big plan that okay I was like I was going to do it after the pandemic I was going to take a trip back home to uh, to my community of Yakanuki to sit down with him and to hear a story and to just listen to him 
if he was willing to talk and just to tell him, you know, after everything, I don't hate him. I don't, I don't have any hard feelings against him. I understood that he had a hard childhood as well. And he was just using the tools that he was given in his life. And my family was severely affected by residential schools. And I, and I was gonna wait until, you know, the, the, the pandemic was uplifted to, to talk to him, to tell him these things, to listen to him. And I was working up north, northern British Columbia in Kitimat, British Columbia. And they fly you in and they bus you in for two weeks and, and they house you up in lodging. It's a camp, it's called camp work. And I remember that because um, I got into camp. I just checked in, I got my room. And then I get a phone call from my stepmom, his, his partner, which I thought was very odd because she, like I, I, I never talked to her. And, you know, for her to call me, I was like, okay, something's up. I have to answer this. And that's when she had told me that my dad had passed away. And I just was like, wow. At first I was in shock and I, and I still am, but, um, I, I'm still learning how to grieve and grow and learn and to become a man that would make him proud. And I, I waited too long to tell him that. And um, my foster sisters, my adopted sisters, they, they're going through the same situation with their dad and they don't talk with him. And I, and I try to explain to them like, hey, there's gonna be a point in time in your life where you're gonna kick yourself in your ass for doing this, for holding onto a grudge, for not allowing him in your life. You know, if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here today. No matter how much you despise them right now, your parents, your father, your mother, your grandparents, whoever, you would not be here if it wasn't for them. And that's why I have no animosity, no hate, no anger to my parents, to my dad to someone who, when I was a little boy, where I grew up in Creston, was a very small town. He ended up having, finding a new wife. And, he, and that stepmom who, who he's with today. And he ended up having a little boy with her, which is my brother. And uh, he would see us around town, my sister and I. And he would act like he didn't know us. You know, he would look right at us and just like nothing there. 
He would act like he didn't know who we were, just just would keep walking by. And as a little kid, you know, that confuses you because you you know who your parents, like I knew who my parents were, I knew who my dad was, I knew he was my dad. And after all that stuff, you know, I, I still have no hate towards him. I still have no anger. And whatever you're going through in your situation, if you have, you know, a rocky situation with your parents, just realize that they were doing the best they could with what they have or what they had. And it may not be the best ideal situation for you, but, you know, I talk about it that everything happens for the right reasons. And, you know, I wouldn't be this person I am today if I didn't get adopted out, if I didn't have all those hardships, if I didn't have to grow, if I didn't have to learn, you know, if I didn't have to go through all these things, all these struggles, I wouldn't be who I am today without that. And and I'm still finding out my dad's side of the family. I know where I come from. That's my Tunacha side. And, you know, I, I do have gratitude for that. For knowing, you know, knowing where I come from. But not knowing anything about his parents. I don't know nothing about my grandma on his side or my grandpa. Or my Greg. I don't know anything to do with any of my family there. And it's just like a, a black hole, which it feels like to me right now. And there's a lot of unanswered questions because I waited too long. So don't wait. Don't wait for the perfect moment because we truly don't know how much time we have left on this world, on this planet, in this form. And and I'm a, I'm a believer of energy. You know, anything that gives life has energy. And I believe that when we pass on, yes, our physical body leaves. It goes back to the ground. It nutrient, you know, gives it its, its nutrients. It provides Mother Earth with what it needs, and our spirit, our soul, transforms into another energy. I'm a true believer of that. So, you know, I do believe that if I, I pray, that answers may come one day. They may not. But if you have that gift to call someone up doesn't matter who started the fight what what happened just make amends because you never know how long that person's going to be on this earth you don't and one day you might regret it that you could have called them up you could have said something You could have let your ego go and you could have just squashed it and had that time with them. Don't do what I did and try to wait 
for that perfect moment because it may never come. And all this hit me just from that single event at that Jay Shetty. You know, there was a lot of growth there. There were a lot of things that I needed to hear. And, and, and I still do, I work on myself consistently and, and I feel like it's gonna be a never ending thing until I leave this earth. But now, you know, my, my father, the way he was towards me and my sister, my sister and I, it showed me what I don't wanna be for my kids. It shows me what not to do. It shows me who I need to become in order to break those cycles. So one day when I do have kids, they don't ever, ever, ever have to experience the hardships that I did. They're gonna have that, that trauma instilled with them in their genetics, I know that but they're never gonna have to endure what I had to as a kid, as my sister too, what she had to endure as a kid. And they'll know what it is like to have a father figure in their life. Because, you know, we wake up alive but that same day, an event can happen and we might not he be here, you know? One day we're here, the next moment we could be gone, just like that. And life keeps going on. No matter who you are, no matter what you've done in this world, the world isn't gonna stop for you. But what we do in life and how we affect people, they may never forget who you are. And that's what I, that's what I hope one day, you know, I know I've already, I've, I've already helped people with their life and their situations. And I know there's people out there that I will never ever meet that I've truly affected in a positive way. And that's, that's what I wanna do every day. It's just help one person in some form. So I hope this, this podcast, this episode, gives you time to reflect on maybe a situation that you're in right now with someone that you love, that you got in a fight with, that you're not talking with. Just imagine how you would feel if you heard this podcast and knew what to do, but never did. And then say in a couple days from now or a week from now or a month from now, you get a text message or a phone call saying that that person is gone. 
that person has left us. They're on their journey to the happy hunting grounds. Just imagine how you would feel knowing that you had that opportunity. I just pray that you don't, you don't do that. You don't go down that road and you use this advice to spark new relationships, to mend relationships, to fix things because we never know how much time we have left. So with that, I'm going to end this podcast. Sukuni for tuning in. Dagas. And I'll catch you next Wednesday. And remember, everything always happens for the right reasons. Take care.